we're feeling critical of ourselves, if we have doubts, if we're feeling down, if we're losing interest in what we like to do and what we love to do, if we're struggling with these things, we need prayer more than ever. Hello everybody, my name is Adam Cross. I'm an associate marriage and family therapist in Southern California, I'm also a youth minister. And today I wanna to talk about praying with anxiety and depression. So in our society, there is a huge rate of anxiety and depression. And oftentimes these things go together, they go hand in hand. So how do we pray when we're feeling anxious or feeling depressed? Because if we struggle with anxiety, if we struggle with depression, we can easily, easily get caught up in negative, self-critical, anxious and worrisome thoughts when we're alone in prayer or when we're in silence right the average person especially nowadays doesn't like to be alone in silence and you can kind of see that anytime there's there's a, a gap in our schedule anytime we have to wait we pull out our phones right or we're listening to music or we have free time so we put on the tv even though we're not watching it being alone with our thoughts is a scary thing so how do we pray because praying is really being alone with God and our thoughts. <laughs> and that can be a scary thing. So how does that happen? What does that look like? Well, the first thing is, is that I would say anybody who's struggling with anxiety or depression, the best thing that you can do is talk to somebody about it, right? It might sound like a weird step for praying, but I'll get there. Talking to someone about your anxiety and depression is a step towards getting the right help that you need. For things like anxiety and depression, there are ways to heal it, and there are ways to, to ease that anxiety and depression. Right? I'm, not, I'm not jumping into medication, but I'm saying that talking to a youth minister, talking to your friends, talking to your priest, and ultimately talking to a therapist or a psychologist, and if necessary, a psychiatrist can help you get the help you need to deal with your anxiety and depression. Right? God puts tools in front of us. He says, hey, I want to help you. I want to heal you but I'm giving you the tools to pick up and to start working yourself. So we need to be willing to talk with others, to let people in, to understand that we're anxious, that we're depressed, that we're really struggling. So God's put people in our lives to help us to first and foremost deal and heal with these things that we're dealing with. The second thing is, is that praying with depression and, and anxiety is more than possible. And in fact, we need prayer more and more. If we're feeling anxious, if we're feeling critical of ourselves, if we have doubts, if we're feeling down, if we're losing interest in what we like to do and what we love to do, right? If we're struggling with these things, we need prayer more than ever, right? Jesus Christ is, is hope, right? Is love, is the Prince of Peace. And so it makes sense that we need to turn to him when we're feeling anxious and depressed. So, we're seeking out help from other people. We're going to therapy. We're picking up the tools that God is giving us. But we're also turning to prayer. So the question is, what does prayer look like when you have anxious, depressing thoughts floating through your head and you don't want to be alone with those thoughts? When we're praying with anxiety and depression, we need to have a game plan. A lot of times people think, I'm just going to go into adoration for an hour and I'm just going to sit there silently. But prayer doesn't necessarily mean that we need to have a blank mind. Because if we go into adoration for an hour without a game plan, we will have all those negative, crazy, critical self-thoughts. If 
we're going into adoration, we need to have some spiritual reading at hand. We could be reading scripture, doing Lexio Divina. We could be praying the Jesus prayer or praying come Holy Spirit or really focusing on, on our words and what we're praying. But to go into adoration when we're feeling anxious and depressed and think I'm going to be silent for the next hour is probably not going to work so well. Building silent time, which is good, takes practice. It's not something we should jump right into. The next thing that is really helpful is breathing. When we go into silent time, we can focus on our breathing. When we're trying to pray, we can use our breathing as, as a way to focus us and to bring us back into the, the present. Not worrying about the future, not worrying about the past, right? But being present in that moment. So what happens when we breathe? You know, we've all heard someone say, hey, take a deep breath, okay? And there's something to that. Because when we take a deep breath, we're doing a few things. We're being mindful, the fact that we're breathing, that we're alive, that's always a good thing. And when we breathe, we're bringing oxygen to our brains, to our bodies, and it actually helps us be, be more present, but also helps us think a little bit clearer, right? So breathing is a huge part of this. Breath is, is a symbol for the Holy Spirit, right? God breathes life into us. When we breathe, we, are, can, be, we can be more aware of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, Right? So sometimes sitting and breathing, I mean, people might think, oh, that's an Eastern religious, you know, practice of meditation, but it's, it's so Catholic. It is so ingrained in our spirituality that the Holy Spirit is the breath of God and that we, God breathes into us with his Holy Spirit. So focusing on our breath can be a real tool to stay in the moment when we're feeling anxious or depressed in prayer. The next tool is acknowledging negative thoughts. So if you have negative thoughts, if you're anxious or depressed, you probably do, right? It could be worrisome thoughts. You could be ruminating on something in your life. We have to acknowledge that they're there. A lot of times we have core beliefs about ourselves or we have common worries that are going on that we need to pay attention to and that we need to um, accept that they are present there. Like that's the first step. Like when I pray, I keep coming back to the thought of I'm not good enough or I'm not lovable. Right? It might be annoying, we don't want it there, but we have to first acknowledge that it's there. And that can affect our behaviors, that can affect how we feel. And these are great things to go into more depth with, with a therapist. Having a professional to talk about these core beliefs and negative thoughts is incredibly important. The second part of this is being able to come up with counter thoughts to those negative beliefs. So if you have these thoughts that are coming up in prayer of, I'm not good enough, or I'm a failure, right? Or no one's ever going to love me. We have to come up with counter thoughts so that if we catch ourselves having that negative thought, we can say, no, God, I don't want this thought. This isn't of you and have a counter thought. So if we're having negative thoughts, like I'm not lovable, or we're saying, wow, I can't even focus in prayer right now. Like I'm that pathetic. We need to have counter thoughts that will counter that argument, right? that makes sense to us, that we can use and say, you know what, this thought, this negative thought isn't helpful, it's not true, and here's a better thought, here's a better argument that I can switch out that negative thought for and continue in prayer. To give these negative thoughts to God and then to direct your thoughts to more fruitful thoughts, fruitful concepts, right, that God is calling you to look at in your life. Again, these are really helpful to go into with a therapist, with a psychologist, even a psychiatrist. The next tool for praying with anxiety and depression is journaling. 
Now, a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with journaling, right? They have to sit down with their thoughts and they have to journal stuff out and they don't know what to journal. But praying with a journal can be incredibly helpful. Like we can sit down with a journal and we can journal out what we're thinking and feeling. We can journal out our prayers and we can be focused on that and not get lost in a bunch of different thoughts. We can focus on what we're writing. We can write a love letter to God. We can tell him how our day is. We can tell him how we're doing. And it can help us focus and not get lost in the rumination or the negative um, things that are flowing on in our head, right? So journaling can be a huge tool to pay attention to what's going on with you, to really stay focused on your prayers and your relationship with God in the moment and not get lost in all the dark stuff, right? And all the negative things that are going on in your life. Another tool is praying the rosary. I used to have a love-hate relationship with praying the rosary too, but praying the rosary and focusing on the mysteries of the rosary can be a great way to stay focused in prayer. So if you're struggling with negative thoughts, um, if you're struggling with, with, with feeling really down or not motivated, I know it can be hard to start a rosary, but if you're praying a rosary and you're praying on the mysteries, you're focusing on the mysteries of the life of Christ, it's not just repeating the Hail Mary 53 times, but it's saying the rosary, saying the Hail Marys as a mantra, as a meditation, and then really focusing on the life of Christ, focusing on these things, focusing on the role of Mary, focusing on uh, intentions in the mystery can help us focus our prayers to not give in to those negative thoughts or, or depressive thoughts, right? The next thing is a great tool for, for praying with anxiety and depression is pray with other people. As a humanity, we are made for others. We are literally, we crave intimacy. A huge part of that is we're able to pray with other people in our lives. We don't have to pray alone. We can pray with our parents. We can pray with our friends. We can pray with anybody. That means we can pray out loud or we can pray silently. We can have people pray over us, right? We can pray over other people. Prayer with other people can help us again focus to not give in to um, these negative thoughts, right? It helps us to stay focused in prayer. The other one is that we are called to participate, not anticipate in Mass. So I tell people all the time um, when we go on retreats, you know, you are here to participate, not anticipate. And we kind of have that same idea with Mass, is that sometimes we go to Mass expecting to be entertained. And if we're not entertained, our mind wanders, right? But in Mass, we are called to participate. Not just wait for the priest to do all his stuff up on the altar and then give us an awesome homily. As far as praying with, with Mass, it might mean, you know, praying through the Missal, reading the readings, having all the prayers ready so you can pay attention to the words of the prayer, singing the worship songs in Mass, right? They're not just for entertainment, they're for us to pray, to participate in. So actually being present in the Mass, building up in the Mass, preparing to receive the Eucharist. Right? All these different ways that we can engage in the Mass. So it's not boring, but we're actually celebrating with the priest. We're giving of ourselves, of our time, of our attention, um, of our focus. And we're even giving our anxious thoughts and, and our, our, our downness or our sadness to God in Mass. Right? So we're not, we're not anticipating, we're participating in this holy sacrament that is the source and summit of our faith. Ultimately, God is calling us to pick up these tools, to engage in a relationship with Him. Right? In prayer, we get to talk to God. We get to see God as a friend. He doesn't want us to go the journey alone. He doesn't want us to suffer in our anxiety and depression. He wants us to seek help. He wants us to talk to other people. Right? And he wants us to use the tools that he's given us to have a beautiful relationship with him. These are just some of the ways that we can pray if when we're alone with our thoughts, we get stuck in 
the negative, the scary, right? The self-critical, right? Even the self-harmful thoughts that can run through our minds. In these ways, we can build a better relationship with Christ. Praying with anxiety and depression is not only possible, but it's necessary and it's more necessary. So don't be afraid to pick up the tools that God has given you to fight this, to get the help and to build a better relationship with him. Right? Again, it's more than possible. There's so much hope. Right? Anxiety and depression are things that can be treated, are things that you can take steps to heal and work. Real healing takes real time. Don't be afraid. And the same with your prayer life. A real prayer life takes real time to build and to nurture. God is waiting to help you carry the cross. God is waiting to talk to you about these things. So don't be afraid to take these steps to have a better relationship with your Heavenly Father who would do absolutely anything, absolutely anything for you and is longing just to get to know you more. So welcome him in. Do what you can and take these steps to live a better and more fulfilling life. If you have any questions at all, feel free to send me an email, comment on this video, share it around, um, and you can reach me at my website for more information, for blogs, and anything like that. But I thank you for watching, and may God bless you. Thank you.